Whoa. I got feelings for you. Hope you ain't loving the crew. How many bodies you got? Pray it ain't more than a few. Know that you dealt with some lames when you was young and in school. He had to pop your chair, but I got it wet like a pool. She got a new G Wag, she wanna hit highlight room and show it out. Got a new body, girl, show it out. It's a Brazilian, I know it's all. Toned up and she got a six pack. Look like she used to play volleyball. Episode 147. Haven't recorded the podcast episode since early November. Early. Early. So, I don't know. Is this almost like, is this... We begin again. Have we been gone so long that this is an entirely new podcast career? Maybe we changed the name. Maybe I don't even call you Buckets anymore. Maybe it's something different. What do you call me? Ah... Mustached Marauder? Nah, I'll I'll stay with Buckets. It's been a long time. Been a long time. Appreciate the left you, left you without a dope beat to step two. There you go. Yeah. Taking it back. Yeah. Just doing what I can. So, man, I guess first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone who's still rocking with us. I know... We have been taking hiatuses on top of hiatuses. Sabbaticals, radical sabbaticals. It's, it's beyond that now. We will give a quick update momentarily. Uh, first and foremost, did want to say thank you. Also want to mention patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. If you want to hear more podcast episodes, if you want to support what we're doing, uh, check it out. Got some different uh, perks what have yous, whole lot of gang shit, man. Uh, now, we really do appreciate everyone rocking with us. The last year, I'm going to say, kind of a blur. Yeah. Fastest year of my life, no question. For sure. Lot of moves were made. We made our own fitness sneaker. Yep. That was crazy. We bought our very own building. Yep. In which we are currently sitting. Yes. Recording this podcast live from the trap, man. Our very own trap. And that was... It was an undertaking. I'm going to say maybe we were a little naive going into it. I don't know about naive, but... As far as the time it was going to take to do it, as far as the budget, et cetera, et cetera, we're still not totally done. So we have... Uh, nobody will be able to see this, but we have a shipping container in the studio that we are turning into a pro audio room, yeah. I'll say, yeah. is, is what I'll call it. On the one side, we have, and if you follow me on Instagram, at Mr. Former Simpson, then you probably saw some snippets and sneak peeks. But on the one side, we have our YouTube area yeah. where we're going to shoot kind of the talking head portion of our YouTube videos. And on the other side, it will be a setup similar to this one where we record our podcast episodes. And so we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. It's getting the acoustics just right because anyone who knows me knows that I've been called the songbird of not just my generation, but generations. Wow, okay. I'm like LeBron. It's just... I don't know, talking about like... You're saying you're a timeless songbird. I'm saying there's some overlapping of eras and generations, and we need the acoustics to be just right. Yeah. 
So still making some final tweaks and we kept finding ourselves, all right, well, when we're in the new space, we're going to do the podcast. All right, well, when the shipping container is totally finished, we'll do a podcast, but time goes by. Indeed. Like a wise man once said, time flies. Yeah. When you are over budget and out of time. Yeah. And that was us. Yeah. I wouldn't say we were naive. I would say we were optimistic. Optimistic. It's a good way to look at it. Yes. But we had to put our foot down and we had to say, listen, man, we haven't done a podcast in months at this point. Do we even have a podcast anymore? Yeah. We, you know, you got to upload. You have to. Yeah. Content is king. And I miss doing these pods, man. You know, there was a time not too long ago where we were doing new episodes every single week. Yeah, weekly. And we do got to get back to that. So I say all that to say life is good. We're doing a lot of cool shit. Thanks to you all who tune in and rock with us and support. None of this would be possible without you. I'm not just saying that because it sounds good. I'm saying that because it's true. So we appreciate you very much. We definitely do. Thank you. Just know that we have a ton of dope shit coming soon. So with that said, man, here we are. I mean, the uh, Drake Grammy snub. That's why I'm trying to give him a little spin because, I mean, hang on a second here. Because he got snubbed. Uh, got snubbed. You can have it all. Code to the safe. You can have it all. Fuck your man. Uh-huh. Code Hold to on. the safe. I don't know if I'm giving the code to the safe. No, I'm not but... giving the code to the safe. Can't do it. It depends on who it is. I'm not giving the code to safe. Uh, the code to the safe because, and I'll tell you why. If you get captured and they're torturing you, it's. If you don't know. The okay. less you know, the better. Okay. <laughs> so I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look out for you. Okay, that's a, it's an interesting way to look at it. Drake, no Grammys. Beyonce, Grammy record holder. Yeah. So she's pretty much like the Mike Jordan now. Of Grammys. So, shouts to Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we bow down, we bow down. Some other interesting, you know, you and I, I wouldn't say we're big Grammy guys. I don't like the Grammys. I've never liked the Grammys. Yeah. Grammys mean nothing to me. They don't move you. No, they it, it's it's almost the same thing as the Oscars. It's this big show where these you know certain people kind of like gatekeep and pick and choose and different stuff like that. Okay, all right. Buckets is not a fan. Not a fan. Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, that's. I mean, I love Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt, Song of the Year. Yeah, that's like the. Did I, not see that coming. I'm, I'm going to tell you who the nominees were. I, I don't think anyone saw it coming. Did anyone see that coming? I really don't know, but. And I am not, as you know, country music is not my genre. I mean, I love country music. That's that's bullshit. Yeah. You don't listen to country music. That, 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 no, that, I do listen to country music. Nah, that's that, that's fake news. It's and, not fake news. And but we grew up on Bonnie Raitt for sure. She's also not really country music. I don't what consider it, it. What is she? Uh, like a folk country. It's like a subgenre. A subgenre. You're big on the subgenres. I love the subgenres, but also she's also like more folk, I would say, than country. She's like folk pop. I don't know. I, I throw her in the country category myself, but I hear what you're saying. Th- this is who she was up against. She was up against, um, okay, somebody I don't know. Uh, God did. Yeah. Okay. okay. Easy on me, Adele. That's probably who I. Break My Soul, Beyonce. I probably would have guessed it would be between one of those two. Yeah. Beyonce and Adele, the two queens. My own personal favorite, if I'm just keeping to the bean right now, 
is bad habit. Oh, for sure. That's I didn't even know that, that my boy was that, up for it. That was a nominee. So Steve Lacey. I mean, hold, hold on. Let, I mean, as you know, that was my favorite song of last year. Let's give Lacey a spin. And that's my point. I mean, I put you onto that, but no, I don't think you did. Wow. <laughs> not no, only no, no. When I said, "Hey, I've been listening to Steve Lacey," you were like, "Oh yeah, I know," but I I didn't know that you knew. Nah, I didn't know that you knew that I knew. No, it's uh, that that that's not true. I think that is true. We can check the error it's, occurred. Come on, don't it's do it, this. It's us. in the podcast. Here we go. We can talk about it. We can listen. Just playback. Steve Lacey, talk your shit. It's not letting me go. Wait, hold on. Is our Wi-Fi out? Damn. No, Wi-Fi is not out. Technical difficulties out of the gate. Come on, Steve. Talk your shit, baby. Here we go. Don't let me down. Wow. It won't play. The operation could not be completed. Sometimes that happens with Spotify, and you just got to switch to uh, Apple Music. I'm on Apple Music now. So, so switch over to Spotify. Damn. All right. It happens sometimes. Sometimes there's like some connectivity issues, but it's... It's not the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi's on. I'm looking at it. They did me dirt. Crazy. On the spot. This is what you give me. Um, Steve Lacey. Here we go. Yeah, I thought it was cool that that he was nominated. And it, it is an incredible song. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. See? Wish I knew. I wish I knew. That's the thing. I mean, this is an unbelievable song. It's a bad habit. It's a bad habit for sure. So, okay, so who else was in the mix there? So Steve Lacey, um, Lizzo, and a couple other people I don't know. Damn, I guess my musical, I guess I don't have as wide of a scope as I thought. I mean, your scope is ass. Because I don't know a lot of these people. Well, my musical taste. Yeah, my scope, because a lot of this stuff, hey, listen, man, it's not really for me. No, but that's my point. And my point is the fact that you've never heard of them at all and that you don't, it's not like, oh, I didn't think that maybe, you know, Bradley Cooper was in the best movie this year, but whatever. It, like, but I know who Bradley Cooper is. I mean, what is so this? So the Grammys are even more ass than the Oscars. A, B, C, D, E, F, U, what? What? Like, what is this? I don't know. I'm not looking at the list, but I do know that that's the way that the Grammys always are. And that's why I'm not a fan. Well, Bonnie Raitt is, we have some childhood memories. Mom Dukes might be a Saturday morning, wakes us up way too early, comes and opens the blinds. Yeah, we, we need natural it. light. We need natural light. Studio apartment, so not there was nowhere to hide, no, yeah. nowhere to go. Need more natural light in here. Wakes us up at the crack of dawn and starts blasting Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. Let's give them something to talk about. Yeah. How about love? Uh, so cool to see her win. And she she actually, I did see her speech. Very heartfelt. Good speech. Who else won? Uh, Lizzo won. Album of the year. So I thought album of the year was going to be. No, she didn't win album of the year. No. Oh. I, I'm Lizzo won. And then I'm saying album of the year. I thought was going, again, to be Adele, Beyonce, okay. maybe Kendrick. Okay. Instead. There's no way it was going to be Kendrick. Instead, Scary Harry. Yeah. Harry Styles. Yeah. Harry's, Harry's a bad name. 
No, I, he makes it kind of swagged out. Harry is, uh, don't say swagged out again. Harry. He makes it uh, charismatic. So I actually do, listen, I do bang with Harry. Like, Harry does make good music. Yeah, he's a good musician. So let's see. But my point is that. Harry's House, name of the album. So he's doubling down on his name. So it's his name and he is, He's leaning into the whole Harry yeah. thing. And I'm telling you, I think that with him it works. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to click on a random one here. I did listen to this album, but not enough to remember anything. Let's see what he's got for us. Things haven't been quite the same. There's a haze on the horizon, babe. I've heard he's an incredible concert performer. But that's not what this is about. No, for sure. But I'm just sharing a fun fact, if you will. A tidbit. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, his stuff sounds good. His stuff sounds good. I mean, he's very talented. He's a talented guy. But still, not a fan of the groups. No Drake? No, dude, that's what I'm telling you. I mean... Drake, 21 Savage? Jay-Z has never won best album. I mean, I mean, look at who wins the best album. It's never music that we're really, like, super into, right. ever. Damn. Taking Ma- shots? Maybe right. Adele won, like, best album, potentially, on, on one of those albums. Well, well, Beyonce's won a bunch. She's won a bunch of Grammys. I don't think she's ever won um, best album? album. Really? Damn. Okay. Like, Ke- Kendrick was never going to win. That's just like a... Because they don't show rap love. They don't show rap enough love. All right. Like, and you're fed up. No, I'm, I just don't like the Grammys. Okay. All I don't right. think they've ever been good. I don't think, I think it's gatekeeping is what I think it is. Gatekeeping. Okay. Like, you know, the, the industry executives and different things saying like, okay, this is who's going to win. We're going to invite these people. We're going to get them to sit front row. We're not going to fucking let them win. All right. Buckets is not a fan. Like they gave. It's Kendrick, now been documented. No, but I've, I've been on that. I've been on that wave. Yeah, no, but I think, um, I think, uh, no, Kendrick won for best rap album, but he also lost um, Good Kid, Mad City. He lost best album to Macklemore. Yeah, that was crazy. I do remember that one. But, but my point is, and that's like, oh my God, that's that's such an outrage and different things. But if you look at the history of the Grammys, it's not outrage at all. That's just the way they do things. All right, fair enough. Your opinion has been noted and submitted. Yeah, they didn't let Wu-Tang win. And that's when ODB said that uh, Wu-Tang loves the children. There we go. Indeed. R.I.P. ODB. Yeah. ODB forever. Okay, so not impressed with the Grammys. No, not me. I'm not. What? T- tell us something you are impressed with. What's going on right oh, now? Oh, I'm very impressed with a fast food restaurant. Oh, okay. That's the direction you want to take yeah. this? Yeah. Okay. Raisin Cane's. Yeah. Some people may know. I did not know. I didn't know either. I, was, I had no idea. Raisin Cane's. I was unfamiliar with your game. Yeah. I apologize. We didn't know, but it's because it's select. It's it's only in select cities. It's in the, the southeast, but not really in Florida. They got them in the Midwest, I know. Oh, they do got them in the Midwest? I think so. Okay. I, they got them different places. They're in Texas? It's a chicken spot with a very limited menu. Very limited. I did do a little research. Four items. Founded. Four combos. Founded in 1996. Yeah. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yep. Very, very limited menu. Yeah. Home of the LSU Tigers. Yes. And Raisin Cane's. Yeah, go Tigers. 
And apparently, so just kidding, roll tide. There's just a few things on the menu. Yeah. But essentially, what they serve is chicken tenders. Chicken fingers, yeah. I, I like to say chicken tenders. You, you say chicken fingers? Uh, I have no preference. Finger looking good? I, I, I say chicken tenders, and I'm going to say, this is a hot take. So they just opened one uh, pretty close to us. Yeah. Uh, nearby, short little drive, and we, we made that short little drive. Probably, I don't know, 30-minute wait, 40-minute wait, yeah, something so, like that. So I went the, I went a couple days before you. Okay. I went solo, 30-minute wait. Then I think when I went with you, it was the weekend. It was a little bit of a longer wait. might have been uh, like 45 minutes. They got, they got cops out there uh, controlling the line. It felt like a sneaker release. It was an event is what I'll say. It, it was a spectacle. The drive-through was insane. It went all the way down like probably half a mile. It yeah, was into insane. the road. It was a whole deal. It, it, it was nuts. I will say, worth every second, best chicken tender I have ever put in my mouth yeah i mean and i'll agree with that best i've ever tasted yeah it's so good i agree when it hits your lips yeah it just word to frank the tank yeah and it, it kind of got me thinking so do you agree best chicken tender you ever tasted yeah i think so i'm not a no i don't think it's i, I don't even think it's close no, so here's a disclaimer i will say the fries mid yeah the fries aren't great but if you eat them when they're hot they're pretty good the texas toast bananas very good Delicious. And they got a the little thing of coleslaw, which I liked. Coleslaw, mid. Hi, I mean, Col- I, coleslaw, that, that's a bad side. I, let, let's be honest. Let, let's be frank here. Frank and earnest. Coleslaw sucks. No, I don't think it sucks. C- come on. No, no. I'm being honest. I don't think it sucks. Enough, I like it. Enough of the coleslaw I think talk. it's an easy side. That's what I think it is. It's an easy side. Easy and ass. No, no. Easy and hard to fuck up. Easy, hard to fuck up. And ass. <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen. Let's so I don't like the Grammys and you don't like coleslaw. Okay, l- I understand. L- I definitely don't like the coleslaw. L- l- listen, let's talk about some sides. What, okay. w- what are some traditional sides that you can think of? From where? From d- what? D- d- don't overcomplicate no, this. No, from what genre? No, no, Mashed no. Mashed potatoes. Okay. Mac and cheese. Okay. So you see where I'm going with this? I mean, those are good sides. Those are incredible sides. But K, like, for example, KFC has those sides, and they're not very good. They're better than that coleslaw. Completely different. Completely different. All I'm saying is I think the coleslaw was a mess. I think the coleslaw is an accoutrement. The, I don't even know what that means. The chicken tenders. <laughs> Me neither. The chicken tenders were a 10 out of 10. They, they were, pardon my French here, they were fucking delicious. Y- yeah. Okay, good. Word to Action Bronson? Fuck, that's delicious? Sure, but here's what I'm going to say, okay, very quickly. Just a little disclaimer. I'm not a huge chicken tender guy. Like, when I go to a restaurant, I'm not like, you know what I want? Chicken tenders for french fries. You know what I forgot since we've been off the podcast for so long? Number one, how full of shit you are. (laughs) That's not true. Number two, how much information you interject that means nothing. (laughs) I think it's very important. I think a lot of people out there would agree that it's very, very important. No. What up? Every time I step in the booth? I spit the truth. Word the beans, kid. <laughs> a beanie seagull reference. Yeah. All right, you're back on track, kid. You're back on track. It, it's, it was the best chicken tender I've ever had, and I guess I will agree with you. I'm not typically uh, – I am a chicken lover, as you know, but I wouldn't say I'm necessarily the biggest chicken tender orderer guy. I'm definitely not a chicken tender orderer, and I actually don't really like chicken that much. Okay, so we have – yeah, you are a chicken hater. I, I've known that for a long time. W- what – where would you 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a 10 out of 10. It was awesome. Is, I, it, is it the best chicken tender you've ever had in your life? A hundred percent. But I'm just saying, I want to preface that with that. Like I haven't gone to a fancy restaurant that is like supposed to be really good. We're not chick- talking about fucking fancy restaurants. It's chicken tenders, bro. I'm we're talking you, about fancy restaurant. What are you talking about? Friendlies when we were seven years old? <laughs> <laughs> Love friendlies. <laughs> Shouts to friendlies, man. We, so listen, I, I want everyone to know also that there was a point in my life when I thought that that was the apex of a dining experience was friendlies. I didn't think you could get any better. Yeah, that's because we come from the bottom, my man. But then I found out that it's just really like Denny's. And De- I won't even eat Denny's anymore. <laughs> I won't even step foot in a Denny's. You're a bougie guy now. See, no. We, no, no, no. I'm not bougie at all. I love Waffle House. A product of poverty. And, and this is this is how you move I mean, now. No, no. I love Waffle House. I just don't like Denny's. Waffle House, Waffle House is goaded. Waffle House, though, you, you can't go to Waffle House at 3 p.m. And take it for me because I've tried. It doesn't hit the same. It has to be after midnight or or just don't mess with Waffle House. No, I think you can go there at like 9 in the morning. Nah. No, nah, you can get like a, no, you get like a nice breakfast there. It, I know I'm telling you it doesn't hit the same. You want to go early in the morning, you got to go to IHOP. No, fuck no. It, it, fuck no. Don't go to Waffle House. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to Waffle House. You got to go to a diner or something. I'm telling you Waffle House like if there's not an employee fight in the background, if there's not dudes shooting dice over on the bathroom door, you don't want to be in there. Okay. And I'm telling you, you're not going to see those things at 9 a.m. Uh, you, you're making a caricature of Waffle House. <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. Let me tell you something. Waffle House made a caricature of itself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'm saying you're going a little overboard is what I'm saying. We're getting off track here. I love Waffle House. Waffle House, incredible. Goated. Raising Cane's, different genre. Goated as well. Not subgenres. Completely different genre. Oh, yeah. I Goated. Agree. Grammy worthy. For sure. That, and I guess that's And I'm my not going to gatekeep it. I'm trying to say- I'm sharing the love. That's what I'm saying. Give Raisin Cane's a Grammy. Yeah. All right? And come on, have Drake in-, in, in, in He's a nominee. He can be a nominee. Yeah, but- If A, B, C, D, E, F, U, whatever that is- <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I know. I'm probably- Damn. The, the, the music people are probably going to be upset. No, but- I think most people think the Grammys are kind of dog shit. We're not going back to the Grammys. We're on chicken tenders. Okay, and I love it. So, and I love the coleslaw, and I think the fries. You like, have to stop with the coleslaw. No, no, here's the, the deal. fries are are mid. They're mid, but like In and Out, whose fries are also very mid. If you eat them when they're hot, they're above mid. The West Coasters aren't going to like that. No, I don't give a shit. Okay, <laughs> I love In and Out. Here he goes. Those. French fries. <laughs> if you don't eat them when they're piping hot, if you wait like two and a half minutes, piping, good word. If you don't eat those within two minutes of getting them, like if you order it and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna take a bite of this burger first. If you wait one burger bite, those fries will suck. Mm. But if you eat them when they're piping hot, piping hot, fresh out the thing, I'm gonna say they're hitting. All right, so. Here's what we have to do. All right, we, we, we got to get. Uh, you want definitive ranks? Uh, we got to get very definitive <laughs> okay. here. So we're going chicken tenders. Mount Rushmore. I'm going to say chicken tendies. Is that acceptable? Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you call your underwear undies? Sometimes. Well, then then it's acceptable. <laughs> okay. All right. So, <laughs> did I tell you that I bought a whole pack? Okay, I bought two packs of underwear, boxers. I oh, wear boxer man. briefs. Okay. Is rough. I went to Walmart. That's where I get my contacts at. One eight hundred contacts. Okay, no free shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> you got home and, and you and you realized you got the euros, the 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 euro jaws. <laughs> <laughs> no, you talking about the tiny whities? 
<laughs> yeah, but 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 the, but no, the, no, I got the long, I got, I got the long johns. The tidy whities are those are the grandpas. Yeah, the, yeah, no, no, I didn't get the I didn't get the nut the, smashers. The I euro got, johns usually come in in different colors, not not white. The, 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 those are just the tidy whities. No, no, I got different colors. The euro johns have, the have, have different colors, and man. Those things are jamming you up. <laughs> I didn't get those. Those things that that's keeping the junk <laughs> bundled. I mean, that's keeping a little too snug. That's we don't call that a package. We call that a bundle. A bundle. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, I the didn't junk get bundle. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> I didn't get. The, right. I didn't get the Eurojohns. Okay, I got. The, I got the saggy baggies. <laughs> <laughs> oh no okay no you got the penitentiary john yeah, yeah I, I got the, like 12 when i was like 12 years old i was like i put them on i was like i'm a grown man <laughs> you got the actual boxers yeah so when i boxer boxers yeah, yeah. Okay. so when i graduated from the tidy whities as a young lad yeah i went straight to the boxers yeah and i said i'm a grown man now yeah yeah no that that's when you know you're an adult that's when you know you're like an official teenager punk definitely so I got those, but I got two packs. And let me tell you, they're like $25 a pack. Listen, any adolescents out there, is that the right word? Yeah. Who are listening right now, um, don't, if, if you're in that stage where you're going from the undies to the boxers yeah. and you're getting your grown man on, I don't know if this is still a thing. Probably was just the 90s. You're about silk boxers? Stay away from the silkies yeah, yeah. because Stay here's why. Me. Here's why. Well, <laughs> there's going to be a, a, a kind of a friction created. No, they're, <laughs> they're going to ride up your ass. <laughs> oh, you're saying a wedge? Yeah, yeah. I was saying that the fabric on the uh, on no, the, no, 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 <laughs> on the shaft. <laughs> on the shaft. Wow, you're you're on one today. Well, you, I'm you on just, one every day. They just you, you just now. Took, I'm getting recorded. You just took bundle and just went all the yeah, way yeah. with it. No. The the silk. Oh, man, I'm sweating. The silk. It's hot in here. Yeah. What you had to turn the air conditioner off? I didn't have to turn it off, but I, I didn't want it to turn on in the middle, so I put it up a little bit. Oh damn! I put it up a little bit. You're sweating us out. I apologize. We also got the lights on. I'm not used to it. Silk boxers, bad look. I don't think they're still a thing, but if they are, I'm just throwing it You're out. You're saying there. wedge. We got to reel it back in. Okay. We're, I just want to say that I bought, I bought actual boxers. The bar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it the was saggy baggies. It, it, saggy baggies. Two sets of five. See, you don't have. I think the boxers can be a good look depending on build. Not good for me. No, because you you don't have enough ass. You don't got enough cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, not cheeked up for you, sure. I'm definitely you, not cheeked up. You don't got enough yams to fill those things out. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to refer to myself in the word yams to, in that sense. Tell me what you want to tell me about the boxers because we got to get back I to the I was so excited, okay, because I don't buy boxers that much. All right. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to splurge today. I went back there. I bought two packs of five packs, but they give you an extra. So it's six. So I bought 12 boxers. Nice. And I got so excited that I ripped them open and I, and I put them in my boxer drawer. Like, you know, they're wrapped up and they're taped up like in yeah. a little thing. I was so excited. I took a shower that night came out good i'm glad you're showering on a nightly basis good for sure but i'm just saying that's when i put on the fresh ones undid the tape rolled out i was like uh-oh <laughs> mistake was made then i checked the bottom i was like okay so i made a mistake on at least six of these right maybe the other half's good no both of them mistakes i haven't 
I can't bring myself to throw them out, so they're just rolled up in my boxer dr- in the drawer. Yeah, but they look good. They look. It makes me look professional. Yeah, professional. Well, is there a punchline? No, no, just that I wasted like forty dollars, and you just wasted about three minutes of our time. So <laughs> I, I don't think I wasted it. Back to the chicken tenders. I said bundle. I'd said the word shaft. I consider it a huge success. All right, <laughs> and you <laughs> talked about a silk wedge. <laughs> you got to stop. So chicken tenders. Are we in agreement? Raising Cane's number one. Yeah, for sure. Number two. I know what my number two is. Chicken fingers. Popeyes. Popeyes mm. is number two because it's got a nice sort of like flakage You're to it. You're saying, okay, well, there's also a little bit of zest on there, a little bit of spice. It's um, it's it's seasoned well. It, it, to be quite frank, it, it, it's a delicious chicken tender. Okay. And I enjoy them very much. Even though I haven't had them in a while, I enjoy them very much. Number you know, three. You know what I like from Popeye's? What? Rice and beans. Delicious. You can buy a rice and beans side that's pretty good. Popeye's. Great establishment. I'm not a huge Popeye's guy. Great establishment. Okay. Number three. Number three is is pretty clear cut. You're saying KFC? Hell no. I haven't had KFC in a decade. <laughs> so KFC is your Denny's. That's what you're telling me? You want to step foot in the place? It's not that. It's, no, that famous bowl they got is pretty decent. It's just that. Why I, go to KFC when there's other options? Why go to KFC when there's Popeye's? Okay. I'm, I'm never going to do it. Number three is Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Yes. My pleasure. Yeah. The, the, the politeness and the service maybe bumps them up a couple points, but still... It's a good chicken tender, and at some locations, you can get the spicy jaws. Yeah. And I'm a fan of that. Okay. So I'm going to say they're number three. Number four is where it gets a little hazy for me. I'm not really sure because there's a lot of bad chicken tenders out there. You know, I haven't had it like a chicken tender from Burger King in a while, for example. I, but the way I remember them is, man, like— A lot of crunch, not a lot of meat. I'm Listen— I'm all for chicken being fried hard. Yeah. Fry my shit hard. But you do scorch the earth. But you done scorch the earth, Burger King. You done scorch the earth. Yeah. It's like tree bark, scabbed up. That's what I said. That's what I said. A lot of a lot of uh a lot of crust, not a lot of meat. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're biting into it and you're like, damn, like, is there even meat in here? Yeah. And what is this meat made out of? Maybe it's not chicken. Oh, it's definitely not chicken. Who knows what it is? So I'm trying to think. Number four. So now, let me just interrupt you one second. I think I've heard a lot of praise for this next establishment. But full disclosure, and we have them all around us. Okay. But I've never actually tried one. I've never stepped foot even on the premises, not the drive-thru, not the dine-in area. Culver's. Uh, So- I've never had Culver's. I've never had Culver's. Apparently, they make a hell of a burger. And I've even heard people talk about the chicken tenders, but I've never tried them. Wow, okay. So I'm like, man, who gets that number four spot? To me, it's a top three. So for me, top three. So you're saying it's not a Mount Rushmore. I'm saying it's not a Mount Rushmore. I'm saying it is in that exact order, very clearly defined. Yeah. Tier one. Top of the top, the pinnacle. Raising Cane's. Okay. Number two, 
is Popeye's. Number three, Chick-fil-A. Okay. So what I'm going to say, and uh, this might be problematic, but it's not even a top three. I mean, this isn't going to be worse than your underwear stuff. So no, go, no. go ahead. The, no, it's Give not, us- not problematic in that way. There is no top three. There's only one. Raising Canes. There can only be one Raising Canes. The others aren't even close. They're not even close enough to be considered. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, it's delicious. Yeah, like, you know, some things, it needs a top 10, right? Uh, you know, I got to go today. I got to go right now. I had to get it on. I had to get it on. That's me. I'm driving by, and I'm just like, ah, I had to get it on. Yeah, so I I saw them building it for a long time. Yeah, they were building it for up months, over there. And I was like, damn, Raising Cane's, I want to try that place. I'm going to try that place when it opens. I didn't know it was going to be a phen- a cultural phenomenon. It's crazy, man. It's taking the Tampa Bay area by storm. I'm telling you right now, man, it was, there was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. For sure. In the vicinity. Yeah. There's, there there are several cops. Like, it's not just like one cop. Like, there's cops in different locations making sure shit goes smooth. I wonder if they're paying them in chicken tenders. It could be. I'm going to be honest. I don't want to get paid in meatballs. Like Wedding Singer? Like, like Adam Sandler and Wedding Singer. I'm not, come on. Gonna dump a wet meatball in my palm? Come on, what am I gonna do with that? Yeah, thing? but you could pay me in chicken tenders, in chicken tendies, chicken tendies. Listen, so hey, you're gonna say chicken tendies for the win, hundred percent. Yeah, okay, absolutely. But the stipulation is it de- depends where they're from. They do have to be from Raising Canes. Ah, me myself, I would accept Popeyes. Okay, Chick Fil A. Nah, take the cash. Yeah, give me the cash. Yeah, give me the loot. <clears throat> give me the loot. Okay, so we've talked about the Grammys. We've talked about chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, you know, there's some sports stuff going on. I guess we can tackle that. Yeah, so, get into it. Super Bowl. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Now, listen, I'm, I'm a Giants fan. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. So at the end of the day, I don't really care who wins if it's not the Giants. I got four teams. The Chiefs, I, I don't know what the right word is. You don't love the Chiefs. No, they swindle. If I was a Bengals fan, I I'd would be, so be sick because that was a swindling like I've never seen. And I, and I said that on Twitter, and people were like, oh, no, that last roughing the passer call, that was the right call. Yeah, yeah it, that was, it, the, right it was the right call. But two minutes earlier, there was the same call. Joe Burrow didn't get the call. Not only that, there was so many. I mean, even on that play, there was a blatant hold. Yeah. Blatant hold. There was... Uh, the third down debacle where they gave him multiple chances at the third down. They The Bengals ended up getting the ball back, but it was with much different field position. Yeah. Th- there was so many things, man. There was some wild pass interference calls that were missed. It was the worst referee job that I've seen in a football game of that magnitude, probably in my lifetime. Yeah. Like it, it was really that bad. So the the Chiefs won. Mahomes was out there gutting it out. His greatness is is not in question. The dude is an absolute stud. Uh, Travis Kelsey, actually pronounced Kels, Travis Kels. One of, if not the greatest tight end of all time. So big ups to the Chiefs, but at the same time, man, I do not think they deserve to win that game. This is just my own personal opinion. Now, they are in the Super Bowl, and they're going against the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles... A.J. Brown, yeah, one of your favorite guys, yeah. one of your favorite players, mine as well. We Big A.J. Brown guys over here. Love A.J. Brown. Love Jalen Hurts, even though the Eagles are, as a Giants fan, 
my nemesis, yeah. I still got a lot of love for for some of those players. So I guess we don't have to go into it too much, but we do like to put the predictions on wax. Yeah. So then we can go back and brag about them. Yeah, yeah. Or if they're wrong, we just pretend never, never talk about them again. It never happened. Yeah. So who wins? Eagle. I know who you're going to say because I know who you want to win, and that's always who you bet on. Yes. So a bad better. Eagles or Chiefs? Eagles. I'll go Chiefs. Okay. I think that the experience plus Mahomes and just they they've been there. You know, I I think Andy Reid, the whole system that they got going on. Now they are a little banged up, but I do think and I would love for Kadarius Tony. You know, a lot of Giants fans turned their back on Kadarius Tony. No, we'd never do that. I love the dude. I loved him on the Giants, and I love him now. Is he going to play? I, he's supposed to play. Okay. So a Super Bowl ring for him would be pretty dope. I just want to see a good game. Don't really necessarily care who wins. I pr- I would love A.J. Brown to get a ring. I would love Jalen Hurst to get a ring. But it is kind of cool. You got Kelsey brothers facing off, mano yeah. mano. Pretty dope. Very cool, but they're both offensive players, so they're actually not going against each other per yeah. se. Yeah, for sure. One of them's the lineman. Obviously, Travis is the tight end. But uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, Super Bowl uh, to be determined. Yeah, we'll see. TBD. LeBron is about to break the scoring record. I think as we sit here recording this right now. Yeah, he plays tonight. So when people thirty six points this, away. Yeah, when he when people listen to this, he maybe broke it. If he breaks it tonight, it's going to be awesome. So, and it's a home game, and it's a home game. The next two games are home games. So, I would be shocked if he didn't break it in that in those two games. Yeah. If it's not tonight, I think for sure it's tomorrow. So here's what does I'd, he just like go for it tonight though? Does so he, he just go all in or does he play it cool? Like I'm, I'm not chirping. I know well, I'm going to get it. Well, he's he's very like he could have won the scoring title last year, and then when it kind of became like a race, like Embiid was like going dumb hard for it yeah he was kind of like nah, nah, i'm cool i don't yeah, want that he's like i don't care he kind of big time the award which was in my opinion awesome he i it, think is he gonna get after it on this here's one. what i think oh. i think that in the first five minutes you're gonna know if if he's going for it like oh no, no, not the first five minutes first minute like like if he gets like two shots up and they both go in he's breaking the record tonight <laughs> does it make sense for sure but but do you think not seeing him play is he gonna get it tonight is he going to go after it tonight? I'm going to say he's getting it tonight. All right. I like it. But he, just a cerebral basketball player, so maybe, he's going to make the right decision. Maybe we got to give him a little, uh, you know, a little uncivilized standing ovation. We'll see. Check your emails, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who, who, who knows what may develop? Yeah. But that's super dope. You got the Kyrie trade going on, right? Kyrie obviously has become like this polarizing guy. Yeah. Most of the media hates him. It's... uh. I think the fans are very split on him. Now, he is a all-star starter yeah. in the East. That's kind of crazy. So you got to yeah. put some respect on yeah, that man's yeah. name. Now, how does that work, right? Because Well, that's a fan vote. The starters is a fan vote, I believe. No, but he got traded. Yeah, but he's still got... Still got to play in the East. Yeah, yeah. Right. So here's the one thing I'm going to say about... Kyrie won't get too much into it. I know a lot of the stuff has become almost like this, you know, you got to take like almost like a political stance and it's, I think you and I have always been pretty good about, you know, separating, you know, the player and the musician with, with some of all that outside yeah, shit. Yeah. Right. 
the, the thing I'll say about Kyrie, and I've said it about other players on different episodes in the past, but his peers love him. Yeah. His peers like him a lot. And I'm going to go more off that than some old stiff media guy who doesn't like him. And who, quite frankly, doesn't know him. Yeah. So I'm going to go, like, if if you're a piece of garbage. Your, your peers will treat you like a piece. Your, your peers are not going to bang with you. Yeah. You, you, you know, for the most part, your peers are not going to support you. And even after he left the Celtics. Yeah. You know, Tatum loves him. And Celtics fans were all pissed off because in that series, it was like, you know, Tatum and Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, they were all going over to him, showing him a bunch of love. Like, you can tell that they really like the dude. Yeah. So I'm going more off that than the media because the media too often tries to paint a lot of these guys. And And they're trying to create narratives because their job, right, like the media, like ESPN, different stuff, their job is to basically talk about narratives. Yeah. So it, it, it's, I, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to trash the whole media thing, but in general, I'm, I'm siding with the players. Yeah. So now how do I feel about the trade? I feel like Brooklyn wins that for the simple fact that Kyrie is a free agent at the end of this year. Yeah. So <clears throat> you gave up Spencer Dinwiddie, serviceable guy. Yeah. Dorian Finney-Smith, a player that you and I really like. Yep does a lot like he's just a winner and i think it was a 2029 first round pick and maybe a set couple seconds or it's i think two seconds and one first that's a lot to give up for a dude you might have for a few months yeah it's like literally gonna be like 30 games now maybe they're convinced that they can get him to stay and if so then i think you gotta i think you got a good price yeah but I, i think you got him for um I don't know, reasonable market value, I guess you could say. But, man, I don't know. It's the Nets didn't have any leverage. Yeah. You know, and, it, it, you know, it kind of like, you know, when all that stuff was going on and, you know, there was the vaccine stuff and and um, and then Joe Psy came out and was, you know, kind of like, the, you know, they were the – organization was being pretty hard on them and and definitely took a stance hey listen we're not into the way this guy is moving yeah and then i think they made it pretty clear that they weren't going to extend him yeah so you know it makes sense for him to say hey well listen i'm gonna if you're not gonna extend me and it's not love over on this side then i'm out yeah but because he did that i don't really think the nets had all that much leverage so i think Given the circumstances, I think they definitely made out pretty good. So we'll see. KD's still there. The trade deadline is looming. Yeah. So we'll see what other what else happens. We'll see what else happens. I think a lot of people wanted to see, myself included, wanted to see Kyrie go to the Lakers. Me too. You know, the Braun Kyrie reunion. Uh, if AD is healthy and Kyrie is out there. I think they got a shot, man. Oh, for sure. You know, maybe need another role player or two, like, you know, not a star level guy, but like just somebody who, you know, maybe like a three and D guy, like a PJ Tucker, you know, somebody like him in just, just one of those really solid role player type guys. And of course it hinges on Anthony Davis being healthy because when he's healthy, he's a monster. And when he's not, the Lakers are pretty bad. Yeah. So, and of course, Braun too, and then Kyrie at that point. Yeah. But 
So we'll see how it plays out, but the trades always get me going. Yeah, it's always exciting. I love blockbuster trades. Love the trades. I don't know if that one necessarily qualifies as a blockbuster, but we'll see. Well, like, I think- if KD goes somewhere, KD goes to, I don't know, well, the Phoenix. Grizzlies or yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, I know Phoenix loves them. Then I'd consider that a blockbuster. Well, I consider it a blockbuster because, I mean, Kyrie's an all-star starter. Yeah. I, so that's like saying he's like a 10, the 10 biggest, one of the 10 biggest players in the NBA. Yeah, touche. That's true. That's very true. So we'll see what happens. Um, other than that, I think that's pretty much what's going on in the sports world. Yeah. Pretty much. Something that you and I have been talking about a lot, a new show we're watching, Last of Us. Yeah, The Last of Us. Based on a video game. Yeah. Back in 2013. Not sure. Maybe. That sounds about right. Now they turned it into an HBO show. Yeah. So far, so good. Very good. I want to say the first episode started a little slow for me for some reason. I'm not sure. It was just like... I was immediately in. Yeah. I don't... You know, it's like... Maybe it was because The Walking Dead had kind of... I don't know. I was just like... I've seen the zombie thing so many times already. I didn't play the game. I want to play the game. You know, I'm not really like a... Necessarily a big gamer, but... I do want to go back and play it now, but I'm like, ah, do I wait till it's over to play it? Because I don't want to, it to spoil the show yeah. for me. The show is not exactly like the game. Yeah, well, because they're trying, they're adding more like, you know, personalities into it. They're sprucing it up yeah. a little bit. Like episode three, when we won't spoil anything for anyone, but there was that love story. Yeah. And that was when a lot more in depth than the game did. For sure. But. Again, I didn't play the game, but from what I've heard, so far, top tier show, top of the line. It's HBO. I mean, they do a they do it right usually. Yeah, HBO does do a good job. It's so. Is that your favorite show out right now? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I watch different shows. What are a couple other shows you watch? Yellowstone. Yeah, you know what, man? I tried. I tried to get in on Yellowstone. Yellowstone is like, ah, man. The, I mean, I'm not putting it on a, like a the level of. No, of course not. Us. Yeah, the acting's just not good enough. My but, dog Rip, he's out here getting it. I like Rip a lot. I like Kevin Costner, you know, but man. There's some bad actors. Yeah, the acting just isn't really there for but, me. And it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe the the plot or the theme of it. I don't know, you know. I mean, so they every episode they have these montages of Yellowstone. and It is shot really well. And I agree. So my point is like there's different things about it, but it's like a... Cinematically. For sure, but it's like almost that show that you liked, uh, the 50 Cent show, Um, Power. Oh, okay. Where there's like just some actors where you're like, this guy should never fucking be in a TV show that's major or popular. Right. But, so it's the same type of deal. So you're saying you can still enjoy it even though... I know the acting... The acting chops. Some of the acting chops. Like they got some... It's just like Power. Like they got some very good actors on that show and they got some actors who are... Not so good. Hang on one second. I'm checking for a Woj bomb right now. So uh, Woj just tweeted a few minutes ago, in the aftermath of the Kyrie Irving trade, the Brooklyn Nets and KD are having ongoing conversations on the direction of the franchise, but the organization has thus far told inquiring teams that they're not planning to trade him before Thursday's deadline, sources tell ESPN. Okay, so maybe he stays. Okay, it's kind of a disappointing Woj bomb. Yeah, and it, also, big, it want, also wasn't a Woj bomb, but okay. it was like a Woj pre-bomb. Okay. 
All right. So so I watch Yellowstone. Okay, Yellowstone. Uh, there's another show I watch called. Uh, I give Yellowstone five out of ten. No, it's better than that. All right, next show. But I mean, for example, I didn't like Power at all. Like I stopped. I literally stopped watching it, and it's one of was one of your favorite shows when it was on. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. All right. My point is that it's Jamie St. Patrick. This, there's some similarities there. Is what I'm saying. Just vice versa style. One's in Montana. One's in New York City. I'm saying, is that where they're at? Montana. Yeah. All right. Montana. Yeah. Joe Montana. Yeah. Best quarterback since Joe Montana. Um, Another show. Uh, it's called George and Tammy. George and Tammy, and that's about uh, Pamela Anderson. No, no. Oh, that's that. That one's called Tommy and. Pam, I believe. Tommy and Pam. Okay. Yeah. So or Pam and Tommy. Um, no, George and Tammy is about two country music stars back in like the sixties and the seventies, and it's based what on a platform true story. Is it on? I want to say it's either Showtime or it's HBO. It's very good. Scale of one to ten. It's pretty depressing, but it's just as far as acting and different things, it's like probably like an eight and a half. Damn. Kind of like, you know, shallow vibes. Yeah, but it's based on a true story. Um, I think you know what we got to play here in in honor of country music, Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. Uh, okay. HBO shows. Yeah. So this is um, but it's Jessica Chastain who's a an Oscar winner. Okay. Name drop us. Go ahead. And Michael Shannon, who's a very good actor, probably an Oscar nominee, probably several times if I had to guess. Damn. Apple Music giving me all kinds of trouble. Tell today. me something. There we go. Good. Yeah. Here we go. Are you happy in, in this modern, modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'll fall in. In all the good times, I find myself a longing for change. What a duo. Unbelievable. The show, better than this movie? Uh, I didn't actually like that movie that much. All right. Damn. Too depressing. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty depressing. Now, this show is also pretty depressing. But it's worth a watch. It's, it's pretty tumultuous, but it's also based on a true story. So it, And I think there's a lot of actual truth to it. Fair enough. Let's let Gaga talk her shit a little bit. Okay. It's hard keeping it so hardcore. It is. So, okay. Those are your three shows right now. The uh, three shows I'm watching. But highly, I watch other shows. Highly recommend The Last of Us. Yeah. Yes, it is a zombie type show. It's a different spin on the zombie show, though. It is a different spin on it. Agreed. It's Which, a different spin on it. You know, I think one thing, though, with a show like that is feels like i don't know if realistic is the right word well feels like it could happen yeah so most zombie shows is like oh there's a there's a cancer you know medicine that everyone needs to get and then it's like bad that's like i am legend right and it's like okay that's like i don't know i feel like all of them are 
That's kind of what draws me to the zombie type shows is that you're like, damn. No, but that shit could happen. The thing is, the word zombie, right? Like they're the walking dead. So right. like they're actually dead, but they're alive by some, you know, uh, sure life force or wh- whoever, whatever it is. I don't know. But they're like, you know, their skin's falling off and it's like. Our pet's heads are falling yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. I get it. It's that John Denver's full of shit. So I'm just not, to me, I don't really connect with that that well. This one you connect more. This, uh, I mean, a little bit. And they also, the way they had like the two doctors in the first episode, like before the episode starts, right? There's the two doctors talking about like different situations and this and that. And it was like this, this fungus and that fungus does exist and it does take over ants and basically control ants to do what it wants. So they're like, there's like some scientific backing is what I'll say. All right. So Buckets is into it. Yeah. I like it. Buckets is, but he's, he's bought into the plot for sure. And the next episode is going to air early because they don't want to compete with the Super Bowl. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm giving it so far. I'm giving it like a nine out of 10. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. We don't have a ton of time left, right? But, you know, we did want to sit down. We wanted to put some stuff oh, on Oh, for sure. We wanted to get back in the saddle. Just feel it out. It's like riding a bicycle. Word to Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to get back in the saddle. Yeah, yeah. Word to Rip. Let's let's jump over real quick. You know, we like to do our Patreon suggested topics. Yep. Uh, just a few of them anyway. So uh, first suggested topic is from John. Super Bowl and NBA trade. So we pretty much covered both. There we're, we go. We're on the same page. John, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. I think, I mean, in the sports world, that's pretty much what people are talking about right now. For sure. Super Bowl and NBA trades. And LeBron. And LeBron. I mean, that's good a good call. That's an insane record. That's a record that you don't think will ever be broken. Dude is the Terminator. The longevity, just absolutely insane. That he is doing this two decades into his career and he's still averaging 30 yeah you know um or thereabouts it man that's crazy it it, it really really is um what else we got justin seeley Kyrie, and the grammys again we've talked about it yeah so i guess everyone's on the same page yeah everyone's talking about the same stuff sometimes that happens uh austin diatri the boys are back in town austin the boys are back in town yeah you're damn right we are uh, for buckets, also foamy if he has one. Favorite Fleetwood Mac song? Okay, uh, it's Dreams. That's like I feel like that's kind of like a dog shit answer, but it's Dreams because it's the most like commercialized. I now. think it's I think it's called Dreams, or the album's called Dreams. Yeah, it's the most commercialized. It's mm, I understand. I feel you. I mean, that would be my pick as well. I'm trying to play it, but apparently Apple Music is no. Just go to Spotify. Doesn't want us to be great. I don't feel like Spotify, I don't feel like it plays as loud. Well, Sven can hook that up. I prefer Spotify. Sven Doggy Dog. Big Dog Sven Dog yeah. on the ones and twos. I mean, I'm a Spotify user. I mean, I, I have both. No, but I mean, I don't have I, Apple Music. I, I appreciate both. It's uh, What I'll say about Apple Music is I feel like the sound quality is better. I oh, really, really do. Yeah, I kind of do. And with Spotify... I love the the fact that they curate two playlists a week for me. There's the release radar, which is on Fridays, yeah. all the new shit. And on Mondays, they they put together a little playlist for you. You know, I don't know, 15, 20 songs that- Based fit, on your taste. Based on your taste and preferences. So I uh, I do like that. 
That, that Spotify TLC. Tender Love and Care. Yes. So is the name of the song Dreams? Yes. Okay, so I was correct. And this is, you know, you had the dude on the skateboard drinking the cranberry, yeah, yeah. raspberry, or whatever it was. Ocean a, Spray. A delicious beverage. Went viral. Yeah, this is a vibe. But yeah, my wife really likes Fleetwood Mac. So I listen to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Classic. A classic thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely dope. Timeless. Um, so, yeah, I would agree with you. That's my favorite song. I'm not that familiar with Fleetwood Mac. Please don't hate me. You'll know a lot of the songs, though. Yeah, I probably will. You, like, but, you don't know the names of them, but you but know, that's, you that's know the them. one. that's the one that really stands out for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, the homie Taylor, see what he's got for us. What up, fellas? Been a minute. Uh, I'm just going to scan through here for the sake of time. Uh, Hype, the podcast is back. Hope you're doing well. We definitely are, Taylor. We appreciate you. Uh, if it's not something you've talked about, I'm, I'm guessing you already talked about the Super Bowl. Good guess. We definitely have. Oh, this, this is actually a good topic. Sports-related. Where do you guys stand on the whole load management situation in the NBA? Hmm, that, oh, I got some thoughts. That's an interesting one. I got some thoughts, too, because I can see it kind of from both sides. I've been saying this from a long, for a long time. The NBA is too long. Yeah, too many games. It's it's such a tough sport to play. I think people think like, oh, like, you know, football. and it, It's basketball. I'm not saying it's a contact sport the way football is, but it is rough on your body. For sure. And, you know, the the impact over and over and over again on your joints, jumping, running, jumping, running, you know, banging into people. Like, it, it's, it really is a lot. And I just think 82 games plus playoffs is way too long. It's like, you know, you look at a college season. Yeah. So much better as far as the amount of games. Yeah. It's not realistic probably for them to ever because they'd be losing too much money. Yeah. And and, and we know money makes the world go around. But if you're not going to cut the games, I can't be mad at the players for not wanting to play and save their bodies. Like it's at the end of the day, it's a business and they're making business decisions. It does suck for the fans. Someone saves up, goes to a Lakers game, wants to see LeBron and he's not playing that. Yeah. So I kind of see it from all angles. At the end of the day, I think they need to make the season shorter. This would never, ever happen. Make the season 50 games. Yeah. They're never going to do that. Make the season 40 games. If you made the season 40 games, now I know some people have talked about, oh, well, maybe they could do 68. That's, you know, it, it, it's, or uh, maybe 74, I think it was. Like, it, it, it's still, it's too much. Well, it is too much, but I think that if you eliminate like six games a year for sure, like whatever, like in the regular season, right. then there is no back-to-backs and there's no back-to-back-to-backs. So and, taking those out of the mix. Yeah, because those are the ones where guys are like, I'm not fucking playing in this bullshit. You know what I mean? One of the reasons I love the NFL is because every week there feels like there's so much on the line. Like you're playing for everything. Yeah. And I wish the NBA was more like that. I think college basketball is more like that. You for know, sure. It's like, man, especially – coming down the back half of the season, it's like, man, every game is so important. Yeah, You're trying to get into that NCAA tournament. When you're in the NCAA tournament, it's 
one win yeah. or one loss, and that's it. Yeah. Someone's going to be listening to one shining moment. Happy tears. Yeah. Everyone else, sad tears. Yeah. I love one shining moment. My fa- it's, almost my, it's almost my favorite sports moment of every year. It's fantastic. Absolutely live for it. One shining moment. Yeah. Classic. Pretty good. You think I did pretty good on that? I think you nailed it. Thank you. A lot better than your Christopher Walken impression. It's, that's phenomenal, by the way. You do it again. So, man, I really would like them to cut the games in half. I know they're not going to do that. So, to your point, at least take enough out to take those back-to-backs out because the players are looking at it. Their it, it, their contracts are going to be affected by it. Yeah. They're, if a guy gets injured – it can totally tank his value. There, there's so many things that go into it. And we can't say, oh, well, the teams are allowed to look at it from a business perspective, but the players can't. For sure. And that's the thing that's always been my issue. Same thing you know, when I side with the players over media. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy left this city. He's not loyal. That team's not loyal either. Yeah, no, it's at, business. At, at all. It's nothing against the fans. You got fans burning the jersey. And it's like, to me, that's always been super corny. And I'm a fan. I love the Knicks. Yeah. But I'm not good. When, when Mello left. We're not mad at Mello. No. I was, I, I still love Mello. I, I was, I was excited that he was going to have the opportunity to go somewhere and win. Yeah. So it's, it is a business at the end of the day. And fans don't always look at it that way because we're fans. Yeah. And that's okay, but you do have to understand kind of the bigger scope of things so that's where i stand on it yeah me too same page it goes both ways and and it's not fair to put it all on the players and but at the same time they are getting paid to play so it's not it's i see both sides okay i see both sides clearly fair enough uh michael costellic 2022 was a great year for the air max just banger after banger but they were totally under the hype radar and some great colorways can be had for under retail. It just seems like nobody was talking about them. What was your favorite? Is the Air Max one irrelevant or just on a down cycle? Not a sneaker podcast, but we will answer some sneaker yeah. questions. Uh, first of all, the Air Max one is one of my favorite sneakers of all time. I think it's an absolute classic, so I don't think it's ever uh, on the down cycle yeah. for me. It's, an, it's a classic silhouette. It's timeless. It's... Really, I mean, we talk about LeBron, his longevity. Yeah. The Air Max One, insane longevity. My favorite sneaker of 2022 was an Air Max One. Yeah. So I'll answer your question very quickly and definitively. The Concepts collaboration, specifically the heavy colorway, um, you know, based on the Woodstock and, you know, the it had that whole festival vibe. Yeah. You know, the bandana print the different materials, the different colors on a classic like the Air Max One. I thought those were absolutely perfection. So, nah, man, I I can't get enough Air Max Ones. And when the hype kind of starts to die down on certain stuff. That's when you can get what you want easily. That's when you just swoop in. You know, I'm like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I'm like Batman. You're like Batman when a a low-level henchman is protecting a door he's not supposed to. Gotham City. I swoop in. Give the people's elbow. Exactly. Absolutely beat. Someone's ass. Wearing a pair of Jordan 6s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no... Oh, you're the Michael Keaton Batman. No real superpowers, just vibes. Yeah. Just insane wealth. Just vibes is really what it is. Okay. Gotham City vibes. Okay. 
Um, okay, let's do one more. Uh, Chad Bracken, are you guys going to have different colorways of the uncivilized sneaker prototype? Also, are you planning on having a series, or is this just a one and done with your masterpiece? Many blessings to both of you always. Uh, Chad shouts to you, man. Big Chad is a big supporter. Love Chad. Always shows a lot of love. Uh, we got a lot of love for him. So the uncivilized sneaker, yeah, we haven't talked about it too, too much. Kind of just, you know, worked on it for a while. So much harder. You know, we talked about how hard it was and how difficult it was to kind of renovate and build out the new workshop yeah. space here, the new studio. A sneaker is a lot of work. A lot of work. So to answer your question, uh, there will be more models. And it, there will be more colorways. Yes. This is the prototype. Yeah. Meaning this is our first version. And then we're getting feedback from people. We're, we're wearing them ourselves. You wear them every single day. Yeah. Every all, si- all day. Every single day. It's pretty much the only sneaker you wear. So, and I, and I work out in them every day. You know, I'm back on my workout shit. Yep. You know, back getting brolic. Yeah. Kick a little knowledge. Yeah. So- it's my favorite workout sneaker of all time, and to me, it's not close. Just like Raising Cane's, Top Dog, Chicken Tender, it's it's my favorite workout sneaker by far for a few different reasons. But I guess I won't go down that whole road right now. It's it's a really good workout sneaker. There will be more models. There will be more colorways. I do want to say uh, shouts to Jacob Schaffner. Yeah, because and, big and, dog shaft dog. And I I see what you did there. So he was and is the sneaker designer right so we teamed up with the homie knees over toes a guy we've known for a long time really good friend of ours uh basketball teammate and we decided to do a sneaker together yeah so where do you start got to get a sneaker designer yeah none of us had that know-how or expertise and are smart enough to know we didn't have that yeah. know-how or expertise. I know what I like. We knew what features we wanted to incorporate. We knew we were trying to make a barefoot-inspired sneaker that had a little more cushioning, but a little less cushioning than the standard sneaker that we see on shelves. And that we have, you know, preferred. Right. What do you mean? We wanted less cushioning than those sneakers that, like, we normally wear. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Less sneakers than what's on sneaker shelves throughout the world. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of find that happy medium. We wanted the shape of the sneaker to mimic the natural shape of your foot. Yeah. So with that wider toe box and then still trying to make the sneaker look good is a whole feat in and of itself, right? Because when you're putting function over aesthetic and then you're like, oh shit, wait, how do we do the aesthetic? We knew, you know, very well that there were going to be some sneaker heads, right, quote unquote, that weren't into them because it didn't look like an Air Max one, yeah, and it didn't look like an Air Force one or a Jordan one. This is our very own sneaker mold, unique to us, unique to the brand. It, we didn't go get someone else's mold and and tweak it, yeah, right, completely our own. And and I'm not not even comparing it to those things. Like I'm not. I would never compare it to the Jordan One. The Jordan One is amazing. The Air Force One is amazing. I'm not knocking those silhouettes. It's not even the same genre. Yeah. So we we sat down specifically. I sat down with uh, Jacob Schaffner. We talked. Loved kind of his previous work and some of the stuff that he was showing me, and 
him and I basically through Zoom meetings and phone calls and emails and sending stuff back and forth to each other mm-hmm. and inspo ideas and the whole deal, you know, we were able to come up with the sneaker. So uh, got to say big shouts to him. And it's probably the thing that I'm most excited about because making a sneaker when you are a tiny, small little brand is really tough. Figuring out how to do the manufacturing aspect, figuring out how to bring the design to life is so much more difficult than I initially anticipated. Yeah. Like I just had no clue what all went into it. Yeah. Like I didn't know that you needed a different mold. Like it makes sense now that I think about it, but for each size. For every single size. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. So um yeah, I, I you know, I say all that to say we're very excited about it and there is more on the way. We appreciate everyone who's bought a pair. We appreciate everybody who's supported, even if it's a like on Instagram, you know, sending it to the homies, showing it to them, whatever, uh, support, big or small, we really, really do appreciate it. You can buy the sneaker. I'm not trying to do a shameless plug here, yeah. but you can buy the sneaker for anyone interested uh, on uncivilizedsneaker.com. Uncivilizedsneaker.com. There are a limited amount of quantities, so not really sure how long they'll be available for or not. And ultimately what the goal is is to make our own sneaker uh, here in the United States, yeah. American-made. Um, and that's something that is super, super exciting and, and a project that we're just over the moon about. So I don't know. I feel like that's probably a pretty good place to end this week's episode. I agree. I don't know if you can say this week's episode when – you haven't done one in four months. But you can, you can, you, you can. can still do yeah, it. Yeah, in the buckets book, it, it it's a go. The judges say safe. It, it, it works safe. Okay. All right, we're over an hour. We're yep. back. We're back in it, man. We're doing it. What's the uh, Yellowstone guy's name? John. John. Uh, Dutton. John Dutton. Is his name John? Yeah. yeah he looks like you talking John. about Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. John Dutton. John Dutton. Yeah. Back in the saddle like Dutton. No, Rip Wheeler. Rip Wheeler. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rip Wheeler. Yeah. yeah. Back in the saddle like Rip. Um, let's play us out with something good. Uh, thank you for tuning in, man. This is... Uh, it's an honor and a privilege to talk to you guys. It, no, it really is an honor and a privilege. This, you know, podcast got us through some times, man. You know, getting on here, turning the mics on. Again, no superpowers, just vibes. Yeah. That's kind of my, you know, that's my whole mantra. You know, that's the feng shui around here, man. We just kind of wing it. We just try to... Do cool shit with cool people. Have fun while we're doing it. And, uh, you know, put some positivity into the world. There's enough negativity out there. Uh, try to smile and laugh uh, while we're here, man. So, Buckets, what – do you have any idea what I might play here? Because I don't even know yet. I'll be honest with you. No, I don't know. Do you have any um, preference? No. All right. Let's see what we can do. You you got I'm very laissez faire. Carte blanche. Do what you want. I appreciate it. You know, in honor of the Grammys that you love so much. You know. This is the Bonnie Bright song? No. Oh, definitely not. And you are a piece of shit. <laughs> there ain't no gold I'm not good at listening to the beginning of a song and knowing the song. Ain't no gold in this river, baby. That I've been washing my hands in forever. What a voice. 
unbelievable. I apologize for not knowing. You have this on vinyl. I do. I'm a great singer, as you know. It's been well documented, and I can't hit those notes, man. I'll be honest. Yeah, Adele, she's outside my realm. Yeah, she's above you. She, she, she is definitively. She's just, yeah. I mean, me personally, maybe my favorite voice of all time. That's how much. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Adele guy. Yeah, man. I know you love Adele. Big, big Adele guy. Damn. A couple more bars. Didn't get the chance. I didn't get the chance. Soon. What I chose to do. Here it is. Here it is. Go easy on me. Go easy on me, baby. Yeah. Episode 147 in the mother effing books.